small T, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Uh, it's all T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving the tea. Like we are. Without you the shade. Why y'all trying to throw me off like that? <laughs> you serving tea without the shade? I always take a break between them, but for some reason recently, you always are like trying to jump in early. Wanna, Let me live my life. You want to do my part? No, I don't. You can say like we always motherfucking no. do. No. Oh, okay. No, I don't. But can I take a breath? Go ahead, take a breath. Breathe in. All right. Breathing. Thank you guys. Hey, sippers. Y'all, we started off crunk already. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes, I think. One of those episodes. That's okay, though. We with Aww, it. Womp, womp. All right, sippers. We're so happy to see you. Sippers, I am in not Orlando. Okay. I thought I was going to Orlando, but I'm not in Orlando. But we're going to talk about that. L, how was your week? My week has been good, you know? Um, I'm definitely like. I kind of mentioned it earlier. I mean, last week that I've, you know, suffering a little bit of from depression. I think it's more yeah. situational than anything. Just feeling better this week, at though? At some point, you quarantine your life away. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I've been trying to make a more concerted effort to go out. And I... That's good. I've been... I've actually went back to dance class, which to me is crazy. And I have like a whole routine of like a spray that might help myself down completely afterwards. And like with body, like uh, with um, with, you, with what? Sanitizer with uh, Lysol. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You wear gloves when you were in dancing. Did you partner dance? Yeah, I mean you can't do, do salsa I mean, without partnering. You yeah. couldn't do like a solo, Mm-mm. solo by yourself. Okay. And so um, I just did that. I'm going back once a week. And oh my god, it feels so good just to be out. It, and all honestly, like my stamina is gone. It was just like mm-hmm. it was a yeah. Your body's not used to it. Yeah, been, I guess at this point you haven't danced in what three months or longer since March. So, yeah, so even longer, five yeah, basically five months. It's been a long time, and so I was like after it was a pretty like standard class, not a difficult class at all. But I was mm. definitely. Winded, and I don't know if it was because I'm just out of shape or because you, everyone has to wear a mask. Oh yeah, that makes it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Harder, harder to breathe. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, but the nice thing is the stand studio. They take your temperature. They make everybody mm-hmm. wash their hands before they go in, mm-hmm. and so that at least feels a little bit more comforting. Like yeah. going in, that you're like, okay, at least they're trying to maintain um, some kind of policy to keep people Of course, safe. yeah. I mean, you're going to do so much. Yeah, you're going to do but so much. I definitely feel way better now, like having, and I just try to make a concentrated effort this yeah. month, so this week to just go out. Like, go yeah, more I think it's so... skate rides, go on more uh, walks in the park. Just like, you don't, you can socially distance and still be out. And still do the things you love. Like, I think it's so important to get out and do some hobbies that you absolutely make you happier like, you know last week episode talked about the, con- the the concept of happiness and like doing things is important and so it's good that you're trying to get out because i know i started going out and trying to do things probably a couple months ago mm-hmm. but i did that because i was feeling sad yeah like i knew a long time ago that this was not the life for me that i couldn't not see my friends i knew that i could not just go just sit in the house. I, I just can't do it. It's hard. So, it's yeah. hard to maintain, especially after months and months and months on end. 
And so you want to be like, we had a COVID scare. So I want to, you know, be mindful of that because when we were in that, I was really scared. Yeah. You know? um, and so probably more so for, for the person that was, that was potentially who had it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I want to be super cautious of that, but I also need to weigh that in with, I don't really see COVID going anywhere. <laughs> I've been saying this for a long time. Like numbers, numbers are going down. Yeah. They are trending down. But I really do think that COVID-19 is going to be here for a long, long time. And I think people are going to stop worrying worrying so much about it when media stops reporting so much about it. I don't even think the media is reporting that much anymore. But, like, the interesting thing is it'll go down once we... Everybody hates the mask. I don't understand what the hate for the mask is. Japan has a more densely populated... Uh, higher population than yeah. we do, and they have like a tenth of the cases. Yeah, and that's just because literally everyone the mask, the mask will help for sure. Everyone wears their mask. Everyone wears their mask. It's not a deal. I think in Pinellas County, I don't know what they're doing here in um, the land, <laughs> but in Pinellas County, mm-hmm. they are a mandatory mask. So in most businesses. Have on their doors, please wear a mask when you come in. Yeah. So I'm starting to see a lot more people actually wearing their masks. And, and, I, too, yeah. and I think it's actually helping. I agree. Because uh, the numbers are trending down. So how's yeah. your week been? My week's been good. My week's been good. I actually, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I actually went to Georgia last weekend. I, got, I did a little weekend getaway. And so. I did not know. Yeah. Is that went, when you were going down the um, river? I was so jelly. The tubing. Yeah. So we went down the river. A little, I don't know you can call it river. River. And so I went to Georgia, um, flew into Atlanta. Can I just say how bad Atlanta's airport is? It has to be the worst airport in the nation. I can't remember it, actually. It's so bad. It's Atlanta. I love Atlanta, y'all. I know we have some Atlanta, some Atlanta listeners. Um, some of our numbers last week were from a lot of Atlanta. And I love Atlanta, but, man, the airport's garbage. What's wrong with it? Is it just not? Um, is it not done well, like, in terms yeah, of where everything is? Yeah, it's, it's just not very symmetrical. Like I think we get a little spo- spoiled being in, in like Orlando International and being in Tampa International, where everything is so laid out perfect. Yeah, you can get in and out so quickly. Yeah, and with Atlanta, it's a massive airport, and um, it's one of the it's one of the huge airports. Yeah, it's a massive airport, and if you if you are running late, you are going to miss your flight. Point yeah. blank, period. At Atlanta Airport. I think the only thing I remember about Atlanta is it being a big airport. I can't remember the specifics of it, but I remember driving being... into it. You got it's two different, three different exits. Exits depending on if you're flying domestically or internationally, right off the highway, and then the rental car spot. It's just a, it's a mess. But I went to a spot called we rented a cabin up in the mountains mm-hmm. and up in uh, Cleveland, Georgia. There's only five of us. And it was just beautiful. Great to get away from the humidity mm-hmm. of the Florida life, the yes. coolness. So we did a lot of different things. Hiking, went to the highest peak uh, in Helene, Georgia. So, yeah, that was my, that was my week. Um, I love weekend getaway. It was great to re- refresh my mind and re- reconnecting with nature always brings me back center. That's awesome. All right, let's get into the who am I? All right, with well, who am I when it's just one other person? We don't have a regular or a guest. It is done in rapid succession. Is it so, done in rapid succession? Mm-hmm. That's how we did it last time. Which means I'm going to tear this shit up. That's, That's what, what you say. Let me go ahead and get my little countdown. What countdown do you have? My little timer. Damn, I'm. T- oh my God, you're giving me a timer? I told you it's rapid. I mean, rapid, you could just be like one after another after another. But okay. I mean, just depending. Hey, I'm with it. I'm, I'm giving you only a minute you to know, guess. I ain't gonna complain. 
right. But I actually have given you some pretty... Easy ones? Easy ones. All right, I'm ready. So I'm as ready as ready can get. All right. So this... Let me let me give you the um, rules really quickly. I know that I cannot say anything until you have completed your sentence or your hint. Yes, you guys. I had to. I looked at him and immediately was like, "Wait, let me just talk about these rules real quick." I mean, no one else to beat. I mean, technically, it should be okay. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. So this American comedian, actress, television host, model, producer. Um, what's a, a grandmother you'd like to? A gilf? A gilf. <laughs> um, <laughs> grandmother, I like this. Has recently gotten married, and lo and behold, she married a woman. Oh. Unbeknownst to everyone um, else. Um, Nisi. Yes, Miss Nisi Nash. Miss Nisi Nash married um, a pretty, I mean, she's, she's kind of. She came out and got married all in the same breath for, of, of announcing it to the world. Yeah. No one knew she was dating, that she was, uh, I guess, bisexual. Yeah, no one had any clue whatsoever yeah. that that was her thing. I mean, she actually had a um, TV show mm. with her ex-husband. And so no one, I think, obviously was even contemplating that. But then recently, you know, she popped out. And then they're showing you these videos of um, her and her wife. And her wife was with her. And I think she used to call her a friend, though. So she officially got married on August 31st of 2020 um, to singer Jessica Betts. I don't and know who that singer is. Never heard of I her. I don't think she's popped yet or come out at all. She's more studdish um, of, like, if you were trying to... I saw the picture, yeah. She's definitely more of a... A stud. A stud. But she also looks significantly younger, too. So Niecy mm. Nash is in her 50s, I want to say. And... Um, and this girl, she she looks like she's 30-something. You know what's interesting is uh, Nisi, in 2014, said something very interesting. What'd she say? She said, suck dick every day or your marriage will die. <laughs> so what happened? Switch. What happened there? Well, she's bisexual, so yeah. I'm sure she's just adopted that to her woman. She's probably yeah. eating cat every day to make her last, her marriage survive. So she obviously, <laughs> maybe she was not sucking dick every day. Her marriage. Hey, I, I saluted though. I actually support. I, it makes me happy to see people older than us, an older generation kind of breaking away from the norm of what, how they grew up, right? Yeah. So many people in their 50s and up have just been, lived a very straight line, even if it was against their character or who they knew they were or knew who they are. So I salute it. If that's who she is, no arguments over here. All right, second one. You you were for sure going to get this. Okay. So this South Carolina town is getting ready to put a statue up in order to honor this actor um charleston no um you said south carolina oh i need to know the actor yeah um who recently passed recently passed oh um broke everyone's heart yeah um chadwick boseman chadwick oh my god i'm super sad about that i literally it hit me like kobe hit me did it really see it it didn't hit me like it hit kobe but it did hit me. Like I said, I was in Georgia when I got the news around 12 o'clock. It came out and 
I felt sad, but it didn't hit me like it hit Kobe. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm numb to it at this point. You know, you know? so much has happened in 2020. It's really easy to have gotten numb, but it definitely hit me. I mean, Black Panther is such a celebration of the black spirit and yeah, for, for sure. so many of us it was like the first time for us to have like a, our own blockbuster where it was we were superheroes and we were smart and we were cutting edge and we were intelligent and we were royal and we were um more than more than thugs you know or more than criminals or yeah. um more than slaves being treated poorly you know so much of the black narrative especially when they make it you know when it becomes popular or black blockbuster style so much of it is based in our oppression and us fighting against that so to us for me that celebration of black panther of us celebrating something that was fun yeah. that was uplifting that painted black people in such a beautiful and wonderful new light that was appropriate because that's a real functioning part of who black people are it was amazing yeah it's it was a pivotal point in, in black history because as we know um what we see on tv plays a factor in how people view themselves so mm -hmm. for him to be such in such a powerful role show younger kids that hey like you can be a superhero too. Could you, you imagine being a kid and like, you know, still being in this stage where you play with toys and oh like gosh. Black Panther coming out and be like, "Yo, yeah. get me!" Like, he, how, how and dope. I don't care what he could have done, a gazillion other movies, he would have been known forever as Black Panther, as King T'Challa, you know. And it, but it's sad that. He, no one knew that he was sick, and I saw him getting smaller and smaller, and I'm asking myself like. Is he is he is he doing losing weight because of a role? Yeah, multiple like entertainment tonight. I think allegedly, like a few places had intimated that he was um, losing weight for a role. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't think I'm not sad that he it was private. I think it was. It should have been private for sure. Yeah, 100%. I think it should have been private. I think it's nobody's business, and I think it would have distracted from him because. We look at the last four years of his life, and they were legendary. I mean, he was... He made so many movies while he was sick. He made so many movies while he was... Great movies, too. Emo and radiation. Yeah. And the craziest thing, so Spike Lee was like, rest in peace, and was like, I'm so heartbroken. And someone asked him, you know, did you know? And he was like, I never know. And he directed mm -hmm. him in a film in the last four years. Yeah. And it was like, even the directors weren't cognizant or didn't know how sick he was which goes to tell you the level of freaking professionalism yeah. like is outrageous and crazy that like he's literally taking doing chemo and radiation and still you and, know and i'm sure people probably asked him was he okay i'm sure days he probably had very low energy and he probably was like oh i'm good i'm just yeah i'm, I'm taking the, the sets taking the toll on me right or whatnot um, but I will say that I think it's a good point for, because some people were like joking on him and cracking know, on him. For, for, yeah. And I have to say, like, grow up. But those people who who did that, they will never learn their lesson until it hit home for them. Yeah. Even though they know they were in the wrong and they, they probably felt stupid for saying it, they're going to do it to the very next person too. And this is the part with me, and I, I get, I've gotten into like Twitter beefs and Facebook beefs about this. Yeah. It's like people making jokes about things that I don't think are are funny yeah you know and i'm like 
but but why do you think that's acceptable and why do you think that's funny? Like, girl, just pay, like chill, calm down. It's funny. We that's how black people survive. Everything's I, not a joke, right? Every, yeah. Like just because that's how we've done it doesn't mean that's how we should do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there was so much commentary in black Twitter who was kind of going off on him about his weight weight loss and how he looked when in reality he was going through something really real and the last thing he could have used was that negativity like just the just hilarious what's her name i don't know her she's name. A, a youtuber just the hilarious she's on instagram mm. all that stuff. she's making fun of him and now she's come out and she feels so terrible I bet. but i'm like listen if you see somebody dropping weight or gaining weight it's not your your like duty to call them out and to make fun of them because that's what yeah. you're doing you're being a bully yeah they've been they've been uh social media bullying is a real thing and i'm sure by that time he probably had turned off all social media but it definitely would have sucked to be i couldn't imagine going through that and reading all the comments it's hard enough sometimes reading comments about people who talk about us jokingly about things and we're healthy yeah you know and so imagine being going through chemo and struggling and, and also it also having a side thought at this moment about colon cancer and how serious it is black for men black men to get it because it's happening at younger ages now please they say do it 50 go to 40 like it's happening I, you know I had, asked, I had asked a few years ago I asked my doctor should I get a colon get my colon cancer colon colon check and I was just probably like 36 and he was like no you should you're fine because it's that's something that does happen to, to older older men but now I'm like, what the fuck? It like, I need at 39. 39 yeah. is when you got diagnosed with so, stage three. So we need to definitely be on top of our yearly checkups. And really, doctors <laughs> doctors work for y'all. So if you have if, whatever you want to get done, whatever test you want to get done, whatever you want, even if it sounds crazy, get it done. If they and cover it, get it done. If they say no, tell them you want them to document the chart. Right? If you ask for a test and they say no, they need to document that. Make yeah. sure, see it so it's true that you have it, have a copy of that documentation. Because the minute you start saying document, that's all of a sudden, well, now, oh, let's err on the side of caution because now their credentials are at play, right? That's why they always say get a second a second source. Yeah, don't accept a no just as a no. Make sure that they document it and make sure you have a copy of that document so that if something were to pop off later on, because this has happened my, with mm. my mother as well. Mm. The doctors told her, she, you know, she felt something was wrong with her yeah and the doctors refused mm-hmm. to allow her like to do a analysis test, yeah and lo and behold she she you know she had cancer mm-hmm. and luckily she didn't listen to them she mm-hmm. fought for herself mm-hmm. and just as a side note it's something that i've been doing like uh, um unconsciously but now i'm consciously doing it is get yourself black doctors if you're black i'm just saying i think it def- definitely helped because it's been proven that white doctors do not sh- they don't believe that we are in pain when we're in pain, especially black women. Like black women can say so many things about how they're feeling yeah. and it's not believed by white doctors. There's a study that showed that if you uh, you were three times more likely to die under the care of a white doctor if you mm-hmm. were a black person than if you were under a black doctor. Yeah, there's an NPR episode podcast about that. So, and I actually had to get a second opinion um, or go to a second doctor a few uh, this last year because I was trying to lose weight. And my doctor that I was going to for the last couple of years did not want to prescribe me anything. Didn't want to help me. He was just like, oh, everything's fine. And I was like, I know what the, the tests are saying. The tests are saying that my body is fine. But I'm but, telling you. But I'm telling you something is wrong. Right. Right. I went from, like, I gained almost 65, 70 pounds. Yeah. I'm working out. I'm, I'm trying to eat better. Doctor just, 
oh, it's okay, blah, blah. So I had to go to some someone else. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to do. And that other doctor was like, I got you. Right. Right. And now I've been losing weight. Yeah. Right. So sometimes, so yes, get a second opinion. Get a second opinion and don't feel like you are tied to that doctor. Because, and get a primary. I, I can't explain this so much, but like so many people I know don't have a primary care physician. When anytime yeah. they're sick, they just go to urgent care. Yeah. And, in terms of urgent health, care, don't care about the shit. Urgent care don't care about you. They're literally like <laughs> people coming leg in broken and going out. Right. Yeah. Your primary care doctor is the one who sees you regularly. There's the one who sees you year after year after year. You create a relationship with them, and those were the ones who are going to be vested in your health because you have a relationship with them over a course of years. So yeah, for sure. Definitely do that. All right, I'm two. I'm two. Two for two, right? Yes. All right. The next one might be a little bit harder. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this female mega star song um, recently was released. Okay. And apparently Black Twitter don't like it. And it has literally some of the biggest rap, biggest female rappers. So you can just name one, essentially. Um, She's been out for a long time before. It's multiple. So it was... Whose song... I mean, the person whose song it is... It's a group whose song it is. It's a group. It's a female group. A female group. Um, Destiny Child? No. Uh, like now, like current. Oh, it's current. Like released... It was released like two days ago. Um, A current group? Miss Black? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion is on it. They're tied to Rock oh, Nation. C- City Girls? No, but City Girls is one of them, so I'll give it a ticket. Okay. Um, they're one of the rappers. So, Chloe and Hallie, or Hale, I don't know how you say her name. Oh, the two girls? Yeah, from the Beyonce's um, and Rock Nation's group. Yes. They have that song called Do It, which super cute. They have a remix with Doja Cat, Mulatto, and City Girls. I don't know if I've heard it. Recently got um, dropped as of oh, last night, apparently. And but this is the original. This is not the remix. This is the original. This is the original. And so, um, <laughs> city. Okay. <laughs> What's her name from City Girls? The, I don't know. The, I don't know the girls the, at all. I think I think her Young Miami was is what she goes under on her um Twitter. But she's hilarious because she's, you know, it didn't respond well. People just don't like the remix. Oh, I like the song. I've heard this song. I know it was them. Yeah, it's so cute. Do it. I like this song, actually. This is the original. Yeah. So the remix came out, and you thought the remix would be banging. Maybe there's too many people on it. So Young Miami goes, y'all eat me up and I'm living for it. And then another tweet, that's wrong. Y'all said I ruined the song. And then a bunch of crying. And then she responds again. Maybe you got a girl on y'all. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I love that she's being silly about it. Like, I think you have to with social media. isn't going to be a winner chicken dinner. And I love her yeah. personality on it. Like, she's just like, okay, it ain't for y'all. Maybe it'll grow on you. Why y'all, be, why y'all killing me on this? I did not like the remix, though. I, I can't find out. If it just came out, I don't see it on Spotify. I'm looking on Spotify. They actually, they have a new album out, apparently. It came out in 2020 called Unga- Ungodly Hour. Yeah. And I've never really listened to them. But, you know, on my two and a half hour drive back to Tampa, <laughs> I'm going to click play 
and <laughs> and see how this album is. You do that then. But yeah, so not so much of a fanfare. I think they were hoping to do um, the the WAP equivalent yeah. or, you know, Sometimes the Savage. some songs don't need to be remade. When you got a hit that's a hit, you just stick with it. You know, I think sometimes the remixes are not better, obviously. Yeah. And I also just think that if you are going to remix a good song, you have to, you can't come kill subpar. It. You can't come like if it's just a, a, a song you originally were got, you, you get, you got and then wanted to give out to the world. People are already in love with the original. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into the last one. All right, your boy is three for three. Even you're though doing, that one was kind of easy. You're doing really good. I wouldn't have got them. So this singer, rapper, songwriter who recently have been, has been on a hiatus okay. has finally, finally, finally dropped a new song. Rihanna. No. Oh, my God. I wish. But oh, yeah, I wish she would. I wish she would. No. The first time in three years she's dropped music. You said R&B singer? Mm-hmm. And she hasn't ha- dropped anything in three years, and she finally dropped a new song. Yes. Um, is she someone that? Oh, SZA. Yes. Look at you. SZA. Yeah. It. You know why I know that? Because what? on my ride up, I was going through songs to find for uh, that sounds familiar, and I saw that it was a new ride, a new song, and I, and I actually played it. I must say, I'm not in love with it though. Me either. <laughs> I'm not in love with it. Me either. I expect because she's really a really talented artist, mm-hmm. and I guess I expect such great things from the songs she put out. But you know, she's kind of in a little beef with TDE right now. Well, her music. With who? Her T- the same record label that is Kendrick Lamar, and mm-hmm. so um, TDE uh, is, is the record label, and she 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 says she has tons of music. Um, that is ready to go, but they're not putting it out. Top Dog Entertainment. Ah, got you. It's TDE, and so she had like she got like a little beef going on with them right now, saying, "Hey, look, where's my music? What's going on?" And they, all they telling her is to be patient. It's happening. It's gonna happen. So, but yeah, I'm not in love with the song. To be honest with you. Yeah, me either. Um, and so hmm, maybe it'll grow on me. Maybe it won't. But I also think that when you have such a unique sound and sense it's hard when you take a three-year hiatus it just is because people are you gotta come out with some bangers you're gonna take three years yeah when it come out it has to be a banger and it has to really hit and i almost wish she would have come out with something separate not with like ty dollar but with something just her because i don't think she need nobody else it don't it don't it does not seem like they flow together very well no and it the just, song is called Hit Different. And it's just, it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. <laughs> it doesn't it hit, hit differently. It hit different. It just hit different. And by, by different, I mean it don't. Like. <laughs> but hopefully, or her new music come out comes out, it'll be better than this. But Well, congratulations. You did really well this time. Dang, your boy killed it. I, Remy wasn't here. You ain't had, no competition. ain't had no competition. I feel good. I should feel, I should, I should feel good about myself. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the sip of the day. Well, first of all, do you have a listener shout out? Yeah, let's do a listener shout out. So, listener shout out. Um, I was actually when I was editing last week's episode, I went live on TikTok and had a few people join when I was live. And so, I just want to shout out Miss um, Butter, which that's her name on on TikTok, Miss Butter and uh, Barbara for for really 
they both love the episode. Miss Butter. They comment it. all the time. And Miss Butter says she's in love with you, by the way. I love you too. Um, because I was like I was playing it live while I was editing. Mm-hmm. And so she she was listening. And uh, this is going back for last week's episode of um the concept of happiness. And so shout out to them for for you know participating and listening to what we have going on. Guys, all Tino Shade is blowing up and we That's appreciate exciting. y'all, and so we're growing, we're growing, we're growing. You can, uh, if you want to be shouted out on All T No Shade, we have multiple ways for you to do so. You just have to do it. Hell, how can they be shouted out? Well, we have we're on multiple platforms at this point. So if you're on Instagram, you can find us at All T No Shade Podcast. There's no period, no spaces, no underscores, just all one word. All T No Shade Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook in two ways. You can find us on our page, All T No Shade, where we post. Uh, that's the first place we post um, our weekly recordings um, you can also converse with us on our group called all Tino shade podcast and friends and you can always go old school and slide into our email at all Tino shade podcast at gmail.com yes indeed all right guys let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day what time it is yes hey l do you know what time it is yes sippers do you know what time it is what time is it Time for the main sip, the main sip. I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah. Time for the main sip, the main sip. I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready, ah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So today we are talking about world beauty and the standards that each and every one of us have in terms of beauty for us us the world i think it's going i think it's interesting with in regards to this because if you look back at like the 50s mm. the 60s at what was considered to be beautiful from for as a woman yeah it was very natural and solid yeah you know what i mean and so that has pretty much changed completely from the from societal things saying what is sexy what is beautiful even like i want to say in the last 20 years um beauty standards in america alone has drastically changed i mean no, for sure you went from i mean girls used to i used to remember girls getting literally made fun of about having too big of a butt like that being a, oh, okay. a yeah. real thing back in the day like in elementary school like oh my god her butt is so big and like us laughing and joking about it and guys still liking it but never it was never big butts were never as um lusted after as yeah. they are now and it's, i think it really at one point it was just a, a minority thing a black woman thing yeah like black women just had big butts and that was like a known thing and it was a given. and it was only sexy to black men yeah i won't say that i think white men fantasize about black women with big asses and curves but did not want white women to have those asses. Yeah. And that has changed. Drastically changed, yeah. I mean, I see so many um, videos of very thick white women. Right. And like you said, 20 years ago, white women did not want that. Yeah. They didn't want that. They would actively like try to hide that about themselves. That's so, why they were anorexic. A lot of them were anorexic. Absolutely. Great yeah. cardio intensive. And so it's it's nice shift for white women for sure, but it definitely um But it's it's weird. It's, it's how it's I saw I saw I saw this 
this video and I think it's from Moondocks. I can't be sure, but it's like this black girl with corn braids and she's in this gold mm -hmm. bathing suit and she's running on the beach and there's like this group of men and their mouths are all open like gaga over her. And she runs, you think they're looking at her, but then she runs past them and right behind her is a white woman who has mm. the same exact body type uh, and has her hair and corn braids and everything like exactly the same as her. Mm -hmm. And all the black men are like staring at the white woman instead of the black woman. Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, she's so exotic. Look at her features. Look at mm -hmm. her body. Look at her braids. And it was like the black woman just like kind of looking like, um, I've been doing that. I've mean? been here. Like, I've yeah, been this. I've been this. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. Uh, I do. I will say that I do not like, uh, I say I don't like, I don't care for. Things that black women have been doing and seeing other cultures do it and get praised for it. Yeah. Um, but I we see that all the time though. All. Like, you see people wearing do rags now. White people I wearing like, do rags. Literally. But when we did it with ghetto lips. and hood. Like, do you oh remember getting like soup coolers and people literally clowning you for big lips and now people get injections? They get and injections in their lips, they get injections in their ass. Yeah, it's just like all the things that I remember growing up and being like ashamed of, or not even ashamed of, or be, like having these moments of. Self conscious like, about. Self conscious about. Yeah, self conscious about. Like, self conscious about are now like readily, readily accepted. Um, but accepted by everyone, but but more so liked by others. Well, everybody wants everybody wants to. I'm gonna say everyone. There are a lot of people that that want to look back black. Yeah. But don't want to be, be black. black. Yeah. Um, I also think though that it's a little unfair for women in general, mm -hmm. right? Because right now we're focusing on women. Everyone's not built like that, right? Right. Every everyone. Some people are just. Straight up, straight down. They yeah. don't have curves. They don't have a big ass. And they, people, everyone can't afford yeah. to go get butt implants, to get breast implants, to get their body altered, right? Yeah. Or they don't want it. Or they don't, or they don't want it. Yeah. And so, uh, how does it? How do you think they feel with society saying this is what beauty is, beautiful is, well, knowing think, that they don't look like anything like that? A great example of this would be Chrissy Teigen. So Chrissy mm. Teigen posted a video, a picture maybe about a month ago of her in a bathing suit. And Chrissy Teigen is very up and down. She's very ruler shape. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she has tiggle bitties. Um, but she actually got them, her implants taken out. So her chest is more modest now. And people were clowning her and going off on her mm. about her shape and how unattractive it was. Like, yeah. literally setting their face up to, like, talk about her body, yeah. you know, in the negative. And she's like, listen, I'm married. I have kids. My man's fine with it. Why, why are y'all pressed? And it's so interesting because now we actually expect every celebrity, we expect, and now we expect normal people to all adhere to these, way. like, Marilyn Monroe kind of like expectations when Marilyn Monroe didn't even hit those expectations that we're talking about right now. Yeah, I um I haven't seen any, any recent pictures of Chrissy Teigen. I I just I think that there there is a problem. I was saying I was talking about this on on my one of my lives. I said there's a lot of there are a lot of things that men like to look at and women too, but we understand that's not what we want to bring home to. Every right. night, mm -hmm. and I think that my question is like, what what do we think drives this notion of being flawless, right? Yeah, having no 
stretch marks. Right. Having no acne. Right. No having no Like where how did we get to this point? Is it movies? Is it is it is it men glorifying strippers? Like what is it? Because when I talk about it or I ask women this, they say, well, well, I ask a lot of women, they say, well, we don't do it for men. We don't do it, we do it for ourselves. Well, if that's the case, how did how did they get there? Because I don't I don't believe in that statement. I think we all do some some things to ourselves to attract the attention of someone else to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you're not getting your ass done for a woman unless you're a lesbian, like or a bisexual. Yeah. Like you're getting your ass done to attract the other, like the other person. But also, a lot of it is validation. So maybe that's what they're talking about. Like, yeah. you almost if you are a black woman with no ass. You are almost invalidated in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you are, like I don't have a huge butt. Um, I definitely have to. Are wor- you sure? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had to work on mine. I definitely had flat back at one point. Not flat back. I did. We it call was it no ass at all. No ass at all. Like I get it from my grandmama. <laughs> we get we 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 big on the titties, low on the booty, and um and so I had to work at it for sure. But like when I was when I didn't have you know an ass. Um, I definitely like was treated like a second class citizen. Like, mm. oh, she really that hair and that ass. She not yeah. black. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. In black culture, we tend to over glorify physicality, physicality, yeah, thickness, mm-hmm. curves. Right. The southern, that southern, southern mm-hmm. thick girls. You know, and real talk though, there are some people who are super thick. That are probably a little unhealthy, right? But, and there's people that are skinny that are unhealthy. Absolutely. You know, I, I just, I, I, I wish that society that we didn't push certain beauty standards on women that really most people can't sustain or yeah. even attain to have it. And I'm okay with, with you know, body alterations. We had a whole podcast episode on yeah. on self love and do as you as you need to. Yeah, but um, I think but I think there's certain limits to it. Like some of these people I see on dating apps, I swipe left a lot, and not because they are unattractive, but it's because they really every picture is super heavy on makeup, right? Or their body, you can tell their body's been altered so much, like it's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating as a man, a single man trying to find. A a more realistic look, yeah, from from women in the dating culture, but you know they see what other men are liking, other women are liking, all the likes, all the love, all yeah. the comments on Instagram, Instagram models, and they think, oh well, if that's what beauty is, then I have to do that too. Absolutely, you know, and it just, I don't know, it's I just think we should definitely get back to more of a well i think we don't accept yeah the the naturalness of everyone or that everyone's different and that there is value to um people who are pear-shaped or ruler-shaped or apple-shaped there's there's beauty in that in those things everyone can't be the exact same hourglass shape yeah um you know and 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 nor should they nor should they be you know what i mean um, but look, we've been talking about ladies. Let's talk about some things with guys. So and this kind of came up a lot with me with Tory Lanes, where height, 
you know, height is one of those beauty standards. Men where get shit on all the time about we, that height. You know, men get. But okay, so what the issue with Tory Lanez was like, they used the fact that he was small against her. Yeah. So it almost feels like you're you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like you're damned if you do date a small man and you get into an abusive situation because now they use the fact that you're bigger than him <laughs> against you. Yes, sir, yeah. Like what the hell? And then you're damned if you don't because now you're a heightist and you you know you're not. I mean, I salute her for for even giving, considering dating someone that obviously is smaller than her. Like that clearly had to, be, had to be awkward. I've dated women taller than me. Yeah. But I, almost to me, I was like, well, fuck that. Like, yeah. like if I'm going to be dropping my height standard or like what I want, like if, somebody, if I'm going to date somebody shorter than I am and now that's going to be used against me in like a domestic violence situation, I'm no longer a woman, in, I guess, because now I'm bigger than him. So he can whoop, I can whoop his ass, apparently, even not taking into mind or, or in consideration yeah. that men structurally, like muscularly, are built completely different than women. And so even though you have, I know Marines, I know uh, Navy SEALs who are 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, who could whip everyone's ass, yeah. right? Um, but they're small men, you mm. know what I mean? But the assumption is that because, you know, if they're dating a girl who's 5'8", five, 5'9", five, and she looks bigger than them, that she's now the dominant person. The dominant one. Yeah, I, I, I. How do you address that? Because for me, I was like, "Ooh, that's any excuse that I had um, that I was like kind of considering dating shorter men completely went out the window." I was Bro, like, "I don't think we, that." But I don't think we can use that as the barometer for who we choose and choose not to date. Mm, like I understand what you're saying. I, but I originally didn't want to, anyways. But now, now that I know that you're using it against me, oh, for sure not. But that's like saying I should never, I should never date a woman, a woman that weighs more than me because. Of whatever reason, something happened. Like I'm, I still should cons- consider it. I should still be open to it. Mm, you know, but I, I just think men, men get shitted on all the time about their height. Like we got a, um, we had a post happen, a event created in, in one of my, one, one of my groups, a whitelist that I do, that was created by a woman. Because mm-hmm. September is Take a Man on a Date Month, and, she, and a woman created the, the event, and. I'm a, taking a, a woman, man on a date. Good for you. I'm not really. He he was like, I want I want Elle to take me on a date, but I'll pay. And I was like, I can read That's those not terms. The same thing, but hey, this whatever. <laughs> and so like a woman came in there, and, and her comment was like, we had like 30 guys that posted pic- posted pictures, and she came in there, and she said, can every man post a picture with his height attached to it, mm-hmm. please and thank you. That's offensive. Like, Why? Because if, if I would have said, okay, every woman, please post your weight. With the picture, I would have got cre- I would have got destroyed. Right. It's, it's a super double standard, right? And we have we but we're allowed to have we're allowed to have our own preferences. Yeah, for sure. But going back to a beauty standard, there are a lot of men who don't feel attractive or feel handsome or feel uh, good about themselves because society has pushed this this thing on onto men that they have to be a certain height. Mm-hmm. And they have to have a certain dick size in order to get sex, right? right. And so that's, that's not the case. So I just think, I think it's unfortunate for men to also now. There's nowhere near compare to what the 
the shit that women got to go through right. with uh like with dad this. bods are trending let a mom bod trend a mom bod will never trend as like the like the socially acceptable version of a woman but dad bods like women have universally like dad bods can get it like you know what yeah. i mean like it's just such a more relaxed standard than than women for sure but i think with the height thing honestly for me i have never i'm only 55 so you know you got to be really short to be shorter than me but i have dated people who have been five six and five seven and by date i mean just date like not actually be in a relationship with them and i have found actually that those people who are five six five seven tend to be the most players mm. hmm. i and i don't know if it's like based like they, they have something to prove maybe um i would definitely be willing to bet money that guys who are over six foot are bigger players than guys that are shorter. I haven't experienced that. Like yeah. every guy who I've dated who's been six foot and taller has been super chill and super open. But I also think that maybe they've just gotten to the point in their life, like they're older and they've yeah. had women throw themselves at them for so long that they've calmed down a little bit yeah. versus like the five, six, five, seven guy who maybe hasn't had the same opportunities provided to him. Yeah, I can, I can, I can. And so they're still on the hunt because like, I mean, I was talking to a guy who was six, four and he was literally the most relaxed, like non-player, just tell you what it was kind of person. Mm. And I've just experienced that with guys who are taller. They just tend to be more relaxed. I think they, they not even relaxed. They tend to be more upfront with their intentions. Like if you yeah. date a guy who's six, three, he'll tell you if he's just trying to screw yeah, because he... Because he has options. He has maybe. options. He has yeah. options. He's also developed more confidence in himself. Like, when you're a certain height, you're going to you're gonna have more confidence in yourself because society is telling you that you are the standard, ideal, the yeah. ideal standard. So you walk around with a little more bravado. Right. Right? It's all your life. And so, not all your life, but for the majority of your life. Versus even tall, big guys yeah. get love. Stocky, big guys. I know. You I know? don't love a teddy bear. But someone who's 5'6 and big... Hard. They're not getting the same amount of love. You better be funny, bro. You better be funny. <laughs> so, you better be funny, bro. Um, but I, I don't think, I mean, I can't speak. I've never had an issue um, with my height. I'm 5'9". Yeah. And I, uh, but I wasn't always confident about my height. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until I got and older. And he's like an actual, like, when people when men say five nine, women automatically yeah, just up two inches. Yeah, I'm not like lying. Five, seven. Yeah, I'm not he's lying. He's like an height. actual yeah. five nine, not like a male five nine. Like he's actually five nine, ladies, yeah. not five seven. Yeah, I'm not, I don't lie about my height. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's like the status. Yeah, guys do that. Guys do that. They do lie, lie on the height, but we lie on the height because of what society has put the pressure on to be to be attractive to be attractive but I always look at the height thing as like the same way that I would look at weight for yeah. women. It's sure, like for sure. you're. You know, uh, other than you can change weight, obviously you can't change height necessarily. Yeah. Um, without surgery, and it'd be really terrible. Um, but what other standards do you think that men have applied to them? That have a well, like I said earlier, like this the whole big dick sy syndrome. Yeah. Right. Like every everything like, on social media. What do you media, do if you have a micro penis? There's nothing you can do like, but be literally. funny. Be funny. Eat good pussy. Make a lot of money. And hope that your personality, you know, will, and be, shine and will shine through. And, I mean, I would even go as far as saying you have to be open to other situations, right? Meaning, like, if you're not, if you're not pleasing, pleasing her sexually through penetration and she needs that penetration but absolutely loves you, are you going to be willing to, ha you know, what kind of 
maybe you explore a polyamorous relationship or whatnot. Or some toys. Or some toys. Or right. some toys. And that's, I don't I don't want to go too much detail, but I don't know why so many people are, men especially, are against toys in the know. bedroom. I, I haven't I love, experienced that either. I love toys in the bedroom. I love, I just, but I love pleasing. I love pleasing. And I, and I don't have a micro penis. I just enjoy <laughs> that. <laughs> You're like, let me put this caveat Let me, let me put that caveat there. there, you know. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's every social media blog or you people talking or, or social media platform, uh, people, women are definitely more capable of talking about a man's peanut dick size without blowback and it'll be 15 comments girl yes yeah yes and guys are sitting there like oh i mean i will say i do recognize fully and truly there is a double standard when it comes to um certain things with women and men right and one of those being that women can obviously we we can be more direct about men's bodies and what we do and don't like and then not be taken so negatively. But I also think that that double standard is there because in general, men have so much input in our bodies. Absolutely. 100%. That it feels like fair play. And because even though we say it, there's always like, I know someone who's married to a man with a micro penis. Literally, I know someone who's married to a man with a micro penis. And she loves him. And so she's willing yeah. to accept that and figure out how to make that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I... I think looks are more important to men than they are to women. Oh, yeah. I, w- I, would, I would agree that it's... That men are more physically physical nature yeah. and attraction than women is still important. Yeah. But not as important as it is for men. Right. Um, so at least my question, who who is leading this this society of uh beliefs of what is attractive? Is it men or is it women? Who do we who do we uh, charge this to? Honestly, I think it's a combination of both. I think that sometimes women can be their own oppressors as well because we feed into even harder than other uh, people or other genders about our own oppression. Yeah. The same thing I can say about black women. I'm like, oh, black women are, always, are not supported. But sometimes when you go on these blogs or you go on these websites, the the the, the predominant, like, you know, negativity. negativity is black women on black women. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and so I think that women, we, I think men decide it, but women act as gatekeepers. Yeah. You know? And so you'll get checked by your girlfriend real quick. Like, chick, you getting a little thick, thick. Reel mm. it in. Like, you know, and you know she's saying it for your best interest. Yeah. But women for sure are the gatekeepers on that one. Yeah. I think, um, I think in the past, I think men led what the beauty standards were. Because if you think about it, when women weren't in the workplace. No, I think men still do. Yeah, they weren't in marketing and ads. Yeah. So I think men were like, here's what beauty is. And this, we're going to force it. We're going to this. What, and then I agree. I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I, I think that certain industries play a factor in it as well. Like, I think the porn industry is a huge yeah, ridiculous influence and ridiculous huge influence as to also why we have unrealistic standards too. Oh my gosh, that's not even talk. Yes, like if yes, you really sure. think this is about to be a porno, like yes. when we have sex, all these damn sex positions we got to do. First of all, I'm not sounding like that. Like I don't even watch. She don't even porn. sound like that. No, like no. get out of here. But like, calm down, sir. Calm down. Like. 
I mean, going back to like the, the beauty standards I think, that I think porn has led to charging is like manscaping. Yeah. And women getting their, their for JJ shaved completely. Right. Like, I mean, at one point, every woman in the porn had hairy. It was a bush. Bushes it was were a bush. the things. Bushes you know? were things. And then all of a sudden, everything was shaved off. Well, where did that start? It had to start somewhere. Right. Someone didn't, didn't just wake up one day and show that girl, hey, girl, look what I did. Right. Someone saw it. Oh, that looks. And then it gets fetishized. Exactly. And then they want their girlfriend to do it, and then their girlfriend does it, and then and they tell their girlfriend, doing and now it. everyone's doing it. Like, why do we? Why are we so intimately aware of the fact of like people's um, waxing routines? Like, I don't yeah. need to know if you have a bush or if you are shaved completely bare. But it's become so status quo recently. Like, I will say that there is a resurgence of the bush. Of the. Not necessarily a, a bush, one. a trim one, and a strip. Yeah, it's coming back. I remember. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Back in the like Sex and City days, the landing strip was life. Like I still everybody love wanted strip. A, a landing yes. strip, and because the blonde had one. What's her mm-hmm. name? Uh, Mer- no, Meredith. Uh, Catherine. No, not Catherine. Can't remember um, her name. Miranda. The freaky one. Carrie. I gotta look it up. Hold on. Ah, uh, dang, Samantha, Samantha, Samantha. Samantha. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I love that show, by the way. It was so a great good. show. I watched every. So I watched every I season was, of that. I was watching it. I was way too young to fully understand. Yeah. And so I remember going to my mom's job, and one of her co-workers, I was like a teen, and one of her co-workers was like talking to me about it, and she's asking me if I watched, it, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, I don't understand. So maybe it's a young person thing. Mm. She's like, what do they mean by pearl necklace? Uh, and I'm young. I have no clue. I'm like, I yeah. don't know either. I'm trying to guess. She got her. It she too. got her pearl necklace. Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe he bought her a pearl necklace. I don't understand it. Like literally, and the two of and this is like a 40 year old woman and like a 14 year old like having this conversation about pearl necklaces. Neither come, one of us realizing what a pearl necklace actually was and how inappropriate this conversation was with each other. But yeah. such is life. Um, yeah, so yeah. So what's an interesting thing that I was that I saw when I was researching for this episode was that there's some universal beauty standards throughout okay. the world, right? And one of the universal beauty standards is the lighter you are is mm. the more attractive yeah, more you attractive are. More attractive you are. We see that in almost every culture. We Absolutely. Find, we see that in Latin culture. We see that in Asian culture. Indian culture. We see that um, in obviously the black culture. Um we see that in every Everywhere. culture, the, the European, lighter you the are. The European standard. Yeah. The lighter you are is the more valued you are, the more you're considered beautiful. I think that's obviously a reason for that. And the reason is because white people, European people have been in charge of what beauty is yeah. for the longest time from day one mm-hmm. when it comes to like pre- presenting what beauty is. And it's sad because you would hope that like the each 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 culture would have its own standard of beauty that was in line with what their indigenous person looked like, their indigenous man, their indigenous woman looked like. And that would be the, the focal reason instead of all yeah. of us homogenizing into this one, like Kim K um, lookalike, you know, or what's like a, a traditional man that everybody, you know, like a, uh, what's Sean his name? Connery. Sean, not Sean Connery. That's, you're old. Um, <laughs> wow. Michael McConaughey. There we go. Michael, Michael McConaughey. McConaughey. Who or, is that? Michael McConaughey. Oh, oh, oh. Little cowboy. His name is not Mike McConaughey. You're talking about, um, are you talking about, okay. Matthew. Matthew, Matthew. McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, him. Um, why those are the standards that everybody's kind of morphing into when you're like, 
all right, you know, black people, you have big noses and you have wide noses and big lips and, you know, big hips and big ass and no titties. And <laughs> like, you know, like that's traditional. Why is that not celebrated in the black community versus, you know, why is the Armenian community, why don't they value, you know, the tanner skin and yeah. the super long, beautiful hair and and the, just hair everywhere? Because Armenians tend to be very hairy. But why have we determined that's ugly? You know what I mean? Like, why have we because determined that's not attractive? Like, they have the best eyebrows ever, ever. I think Indian women are, and are beautiful. Like, yeah. dark-skinned dark Indian women or brown-skinned women, Indian women are beautiful, I think. But again, go back to representation, right? Yeah. Representation matters. What you see. What so, you see. You know, you don't yeah. think big things about these casting directions and casting calls, but they mean big deals. Yeah. You know? And if you go back to like third world countries or countries that don't have access to different genres of movies and stuff like that exist, and all you have is a few channels, and what you're watching is European movies mm -hmm. and the beauty standard of light skinned women and white women, yeah. you are going to not necessarily see that the women right around you are as beautiful as them yeah right and it takes i think it takes again a community of to to express that now one thing i've always told people is like if you are dating someone for example i was dating a woman who wore a lot of makeup that's how i met her right i thought she was a beautiful woman yeah. and didn't say anything about it however when she wasn't wearing makeup i made it a point mm -hmm. to compliment how beautiful she was without her makeup on. Yeah. And you could see that her confidence and her not wearing makeup started started to rise. Yeah. So I so I think that we have to as black men or white men or or people of color, you have to speak life into in, your in, into your partner. Right. Uh, and it works it works both ways. And so I think that plays a huge factor in getting someone to be more comfortable in in their skin. I remember while I was dating this girl, her name is Sonia. And uh, hey, Sonia. From Tampa, dope chick, dope chick. And uh, why are you making? She wasn't ready. Timing wasn't right for her. And so, but she wore makeup. And one day, it's probably like three months in of us dating. She comes up to my place, and I knock on the, knock on the door, open the door, and she doesn't have makeup on. Yeah. And I immediately notice it. Right. But I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I mean, you notice when somebody's, yeah. especially if you've seen them all the time with makeup and then they don't come without makeup. Yeah, but she was still attractive. Right. And by that by that point, I was so into her. Yeah. It didn't matter. Right. So I saw it. I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, okay, I see. I see she's getting more comfortable. Right. I want to see. So she comes into my place and we chilling and sitting there. She was like, so you ain't going to say nothing? I said, what? What are you talking about? You see, I don't have no makeup on. Oh, it was a big deal for her then. Yeah, I said. Okay. I said, yeah, I see it. What, what do you want me to say? I said, you look, you look amazing. Yeah. You know, she said, you better not say nothing. Uh, <laughs> you know, she was, she's you know what I mean. And so, but again, I think it it comes back. It, it comes back to the same thing with. I know a lot of a lot of black women who have really natural good hair, but because of the maintenance of it, they wear weave right. or they wear wigs, mm -hmm. and so. You don't often see the natural hair or what they have underneath, and so when she started coming over, she started wearing her natural hair, and I would compliment it. Yeah. Because for me, I want her to understand that I accept you for who you are naturally, and I, but I also appreciate the glow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate the glow up. There's nothing and not wrong with the glow up. Not even the glow up, just the difference. The difference, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can be everything glowed up as a natural. 
But I can appreciate you doing the the fussy makeup routine and the heels and the extra, you know. Yeah, I made a um, I did a video that's trending on TikTok right now. I said, um, I said, women, you ever wonder why when you're out and about at the grocery store, liquor store, Target, whatever, when you only have sweats on or mm-hmm. jeans on or sneakers and your hair pulled back and a hat on, that you get hit on the most. Yeah. In those moments. It's because most men really do like the chill. That's not a real thing anymore, though. Men don't hit on you in the store anymore. Um, they do. Mm-mm. They do. I wouldn't say, like, and so funny because I think it's really, like, social media has just taken over. Because five years ago, you mean, you can go to the gym, to the, you know, grocery store. You could go everywhere and a dude will pull you. But now, I think we've gotten so used to just online dating. It's become so status quo that I think men don't approach as much because they don't have to. I do think social media social media is another problem as why our beauty standards and our dating standards are a problem. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of times when I, like, I remember being able to walk up to a woman in the gym and holler at her and talk to her. I, yeah. I worked in the gym for 10 years. Yeah. Like I know about that life. However, now it's gotten to a point over the last few years that women, some women are complaining about it then everyone t- see, that's you know media. so that's it's like, like the squeakiest wheel gets the um don't approach me while i'm in the gym i'm focused on the gym yeah the people it's who like, say oh, that it's okay. like you'll they'll post you know social media will post one tweet from somebody who's super ignorant and an yeah. idiot who oh, sure. doesn't yeah, at yeah. all speak for the gender yeah you know and they do this for men and women absolutely and then people will take that as like oh i'm never doing that again where i'm like no i'm like at the first fall you are always going to feel no matter who you are and what you provide you are always going to look and feel thirsty to somebody who doesn't want you right and but to someone who does want you you're going to look like you're giving effort you're going to be looking like you're you know you're interested and so if you're always playing for you're playing to not look like a fool versus playing to win then you're not going to look like a fool but you're not going to win either yeah um yeah social media is a problem I love social media. I'm wrong. Yeah, like I mean, it's, it's, it's positive angles. You can, you yeah. can. There's filters now. There's angles. Oh my god! Don't you even get me started I mean? on like, And no one's on taking the their pictures when they're bloated. Like if I'm yeah. bloated or if I'm feeling chunky, I'm not like snapping a pic, a full body pic, right? I'm 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 snapping a pic when when things is aligned pro- appropriately, right? Yeah. Like going back to going back to you to the whole the lighter complexion thing. Yeah. And one problem that I've always and I'm not trying to focus on on makeup I don't make a point here it seems to me that when women of color mm-hmm. I'm trying to choose the right words here are applying makeup mm-hmm. it's making them more lighter more light skinned some do for sure um, obviously colorism is real um, in the black community and in most yeah. communities, kind of what we talked about, the universal world standard of colorism is that lighter you are is the more attractive you are. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people with foundation without makeup, especially if you're doing like contouring, all that stuff, yeah. you can tend to go a couple of shades lighter mm. and by some good contouring, make it look um, like it's your natural, mm. you know, complexion. Um how about, I, I always felt like makeup should just enhance what you already have, and I just I guess for me when I see a a um, brown skinned woman put on makeup and she becomes lighter in her face, it's a problem for me. Yeah, like I feel like 
it's color, like you said, it's colorism. Yeah. Like this is the beauty standard. This is the beauty standard, and I don't know what the equivalent would be for for white women because they're, they're already white. No, there but they, is. But they put it's makeup the on too. It's a tanning, though, right? Yeah. It's you the know, opposite. like you you'll see like Kylie Jenner, and she's looking damn near black one day, and you're like, yeah, what happened? And it's, yeah. it's the fake tanner. It's all the contouring. It's the bronzing. Mm-hmm. You know, for black women, they're trying to look lighter. For white women, they're trying to look a little bit darker so that they can look more exotic. Is that the, so, is that the natural? Is that a natural thing? Which I guess I'm trying to understand. Is it natural for us as human beings to to not glorify, but think the opposite of something is more attractive? No, I think right now it's the dominating white people dominate, right? But back to your point, though, white people try to get dark skin, right? right? And so and why why so why that? Colored people. It's the same reason why you know black women are always so annoyed with like braids and stuff you know when we used to rock corn braids it was like the most ghetto thing ever in the world but then yeah. you know kim kardashian wears it and they're now called the boderic braids and you know called what boderic braids oh my gosh. another white woman who appropriated um but then now they're considered exotic and you know beautiful yeah. and and so it's like um black women or darker skinned women because it's not even just exclusively to black women but darker skinned women you appeal to the lighter because even if you're doing something that the the white woman is doing um it 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 won't have the same impact or effect that you will you would have right yeah and so um and that's just how it is. I don't know. It's part of it. It's the, the, the beauty standard that we have where it's just colorism is real and we like black features, but we don't like black women, hmm. you know? You know what the average weight was for a woman in 1960, in the 60s? How much? 140 pounds was the average weight for a woman. We're definitely not that anymore. What do you think the average weight is? This is as of 2016, so you got to add four years to this. What do you think the average weight what is now? One seventy. On the point, one seventy point six pounds is the average weight for women in America. That's crazy to think that we. I don't, I'm sure it's different. To me, for that men. makes sense though, because think about back in those days. We kind of talked about that earlier. We've gotten bigger and bigger. We've we've gotten, but, we're, but we're also looking at the average. And back in those days, white women, you know, their bodies—if they had a thicker body, if they had a curvier body—they were not accepted, right? And so a lot of them, like you said, would do like be anorexic or bulimic or you know do these these calorie restrictive diets yeah. for them to maintain that. That I think it, I think it was actually more accepted in the '60s to be heavier and to be, or to be a certain weight and a certain curves. But I think that started to change, which is why women started to be anorexic and try to become no. skinnier. I think in the '60s you had Twiggy, who was like you know this super skinny, super tiny supermodel that everybody loved. Like That's if, true too. You know, I think back in the '60s the idea was to look almost like cocaine chic, like to look like <laughs> to be super super skinny. And so I think because that was the beauty standard, women were probably way more unhealthy. I think probably once. 70s probably still too high but um well i think as humans i think we we are evolving i mean even if you go back if you go to any museum go to a museum go to dc and go to the national history museum and you look at the they have they make they make it a point to make sure that every statue 
is representative of that person's size or right. whatnot. And you, if you go even the national, the black national African American Museum, clothes from the fifties, sixties, super small people. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because one, they didn't eat all the unhealthy shit that we that we eat today. But not and even it didn't have not steroids as well. I was like, also the healthy stuff. We have yeah. way more access to healthy food than you know they did. And not our food. We have steroids in it. Yeah. So it, it and hormones. Our hormones. And so we are we are evolving as thicker, solid, heavier, taller human beings. Mm. And so, what will the beauty standard be in the future? Is it going to be bigger people? Well, so, you know. Well, I also think that recently, too, there's been a more push for athletic women. I know back mm. in the day, like, if you were a woman with muscles, you were considered ugly. It was yeah, like, for sure. ill, you know, no, nobody wants a man, a woman with muscles. And now, you know, you look at Instagram, that's kind of the preference. It's like these thick. I, I had to get off Instagram. These thick, lie. thick women, they're all like in the gym, building muscle. Like that ass is muscle or, yeah. you know, shots, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Because back in those days, we also didn't have these 600-pound life people or, you know, mm. have you seen the 600-pound um, TV show? TV I, show? Yeah. I never watched We it. didn't have it to it, that, uh, to the extent that we have now because food back then was not as easily uh, provided. Like, mm. now you can literally not leave your house and get food. You can literally, I mean, you have... Shipped if you want to go to the grocery store. Oh, we're definitely not nowhere Total near as active as we used fitness to be. Can, will drop off wine for you. Yeah. Um, Uber Eats will drop off fast food. Like if you wanted those Uber stuff Eats back in the day. Breakfast. Exactly. If you yeah. wanted stuff like that back in the day, you actually had to leave your house and go. And you might not have a car. So you had a bicycle. Bicycle or walk or, walk or yeah. figure it out or take the bus. And so for sure. What about, this is my last thing. What about where do we... The last 10 years, I would say, maybe the last six, seven years, there's been this whole beard beard thing. And and oh, yes. men have tried to adopt to cater to what women are seeing as sexy, mm-hmm. right? And so, but there are men out there that can't grow a beard. I know, it cannot connect. They got the struggle beard, you know? And so, I'm sure they feel some kind of way about the beauty standard or what, what men with beards are. Don't be tall, beard. And muscular, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be a fucking problem out here compared to what the standard is, you know? And so, but is that fair? Is that something that we should look at as a beauty standard that's thrust onto men? Is this whole beard thing? I don't think so, because if you're, I mean, if you're cute, it doesn't matter. If you're cute and you don't have a beard, then you're fine. Um, a beard is like kind of like makeup or, or hats, right? It can it can make it can transform you into something a little bit more attractive than you necessarily might be without it. I just want to say, ladies, that I am attractive with, even without my beard. Okay, so here we go. I'm just saying, slide in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, but yeah, like you know, I. I I don't know if it's an unfair advantage because that's like the same advantage of a woman who has naturally a bigger bust. Yeah. You know, some people are built with a size A and some people are built with size Ds and it's just the luck of the draw. And so some men are built with beards that literally go down to their nipples and some can't connect it to save their lives. I tried the big beard and I can grow a big beard. Mm-hmm. Like I can grow a beard. I'm like, tell you, I'm a I hairy, remember. Hairy. There was I'm one a point hairy individual. I got super big. Yeah. But I just can't. 
I didn't feel comfortable with it. Oh my god! Like I felt like I always had food or something in my beard. Like I was always checking. Like always, like oh, I have something in my beard, you know. And so I was like, I need, I need to find a happy medium because I didn't want to be too, too close cut because I obviously don't have any hair on my head. And yeah. so you need to have. I felt like you need to have some kind of facial hair. And so I was like, I went, I went to my barber. I was like, hey, I need a happy medium. I said maybe do whatever. He said, oh, I can do a blend. We can do a blend where it starts off kind of close and then grows. I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And that's kind of it worked out. I've been working with that every ever since. Every, yeah. ever since. So, but yeah, I would just say to anyone out there who's who are who's struggling with the beauty standards that exist in the world, whether you're black, white, a person of color, is to always love yourself first. And you also, know? like, just remember, there was that stupid NFL or was it NFL or NBA player. Who questioned whether or not Jill Scott? Oh, sexy. it was sexy. Yeah, yeah. And he was he, a no, he wasn't a big name or anything. Yeah, yeah, but like if you have to, if, if Jill Scott, the sexiest woman ever, is getting questioned about her sexiness, then don't take a hit for yourself. Like yeah. I always say, you're. You're not for everyone. Not everyone's for you. You know, and so I am. You're not everyone's cup of tea. But for the right person, you couldn't be any. You sweeter. are everything, right? Yep. Exactly. And so I always take it like if I don't appeal to you, that's fine because I'm not meant for you. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. What we got next? What we got next? You, but let me give you a little advice. What? <laughs> All right, sippers. We are moving into um, to advice piece at Miss L. Finds from the internet, the deep throws of the internet, and we and we give unsolicited advice about it. They don't want our opinion. They ain't asked for our opinion, but you know what? They gonna fucking get it. All right, so this is kind of in line with our main sip of the day. Okay, this guy won't say his name. He goes, "I'm six four, but I'm really time tiny below." Oh my gosh, he came out. The, he came out the, yeah. the woodwork with that. Okay. My female doctor told me you just never develop down there like a girl with petite breasts. I guess micro is under three inches, so I'm way smaller than micro. Mm. I read online blogs about app dating and how 70% of women want to know upfront if a guy is small so that we don't waste their time. I've had two occasions where a girl asked me about my size before a date, and I told her she didn't believe me and asked for a photo. I sent it. Wow. And the reaction is very much the same. Why the fuck are you so tiny, cute, but too small? And so he goes, and he's saying his is about one inch. One inch? And he goes, am I really supposed hard? to? Hard? He's hard? One inch hard? He didn't indicate if it was hard or not, but I'm assuming so. Because there are a lot of people out there that are showers, I mean, growers and not showers. So, but micro penis technically I w- is always categorized on how hard you get. Yes. So. And he goes, "Am I really supposed to tell girls ahead of time that I'm tiny before a date? What is your advice?" No, he doesn't have to tell anyone um, that he's tiny from from the from the jump. There's no one there's no one business until they they ask or until it gets to that point. Same thing with someone who, let's say, is. Mm. Oh, that's tough. I don't. I don't, want, I don't want to compare. I don't want to compare STD to, to that situation. Right, because one is you you get, and the other one yeah. you naturally were created with. Yeah. So I I would just say that, given the fact that people, women want to know. 
I think you have to do it at some point. Such a huge. I guess it depends on how much you want to waste your time. I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it all before date. Absolutely not. No one's entitled to know that. No one's entitled to know that before the first date. I would say go on the first date, see how the vibe is and how the feel is, right? But I definitely think that that might be a conversation. I don't know if because you don't you don't beforehand. A man doesn't go on first date. Well, not any man of respect doesn't go on a first date and say, "Damn." How big your breast is? They do. Do they? I fucking hate men. I'm, if I could just like like women, but they shouldn't though. They shouldn't. But, but they had should. It multiple occasions. Well, I believe. I believe. Yeah. I believe it happened. Yeah. But I'm saying that a respectable person shouldn't ask that question. Right. Right. And so, um, if she's flat chested, obviously, I guess the difference is you can see if a woman has big breasts. Or small breasted, and you know? he's set up though because he's six four. So the expectation, <laughs> but, the, but the truth, height has no relevance. I know to a peanut dick size and foot size don't mean nothing either, or hand size. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he should though. I don't think he should have to tell that from the first date. But, I, I would say if he gets serious, it gets right. to a point where she's already starting to feel him. Then I think at some point he has to be open and honest and say, "Hey, look, this is." This is what I'm kind of dealing with. Yeah. Um, I definitely think he needs to lead with charm and charisma. Yeah, um, for sure. In a no-pressure environment. <laughs> I look at it I look at it like 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 this, for example. Um, I used to... I was, obviously, at this point, everyone knows I'm not a Christian, right? However, there was a point where getting to know someone mm-hmm. where I would, add, I would tell them from the jump. I wouldn't tell them... I would not tell them from the jump. Yeah. I would say, look, I would just... Go with the flow, yeah. And then I would tell them, and they would be turned off by because they were Christian or whatnot, yeah. And they they weren't interested. However, flip side of that was, I met somebody, and we developed. I didn't say anything about. We didn't even talk religion, yeah. And we developed the chemistry, yeah, about it. And once we once we, it was disclosed, we had already had that that rapport and that yeah. chemistry that we were able to kind of move past that, right. And so I was think for like for him. Like you said, lead with that, lead with that charm. Lead with who you are versus allow them to get to know you. Yeah. Don't worry about the sex right now because, you know, for a lot of people, sex continue. Sex complicates complicates so many things for people. Yeah. When when it shouldn't, but it does. Mm -hmm. So if you if you are not leading with sex on your mind, then yeah. But if she asks, you have to be honest about it. Yeah. But again, a woman. A woman's very rarely going to be asking the first date unless she's a you know a thought who wants to just bust it wide open and isn't really expecting to do much else with you yeah you know but like somebody who's trying to build with you i don't think those are necessarily like the questions that are coming up on the first date you know um i I mean that's me it's hard for me to give him advice because i don't i also don't want to tell him like just let her see it when you're in that situation because that could also be setting yourself up for some like um, Should a transgender woman who 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 looks like a woman, beautiful and everything, but has the dick down low, tell a man absolutely. on the first date that she has a penis? Still? Yes, I think so. I but, say but I, I say so too. I don't think those are. I don't think those they're are not equivalent. Yeah, they're yeah, not equivalent. I don't think those are comparable because one is a different gender, and so you yeah. know, you're. I I need to know if I if I think I'm dating a man. Yeah. You know, and you are in fact not a man. Then I think you need to tell me. You know, off rip because that's how you project yourself to, to be, be yeah. is a man when biologically that's not who you are. You know, and so I can make the decision myself as to really if that's something that I want to engage in. You know, however, um, 
I, but I also will say there are a lot of women out there that dick size don't matter. And there are some women out there. I told you, my be- one of my who, friends has, not my best friend, but one of my friends has uh, um, her guy. And there, and there are some people, some women out there, men and women, but because he's a man dating a woman, there are women out there who don't have a high sex drive. Yeah. Right? They don't need to have sex all the time. Sex all the time. And most women aren't getting orgasm from sexual penetration to begin with anyway. And right. so it comes from the stimulation of the clit through oral stimulation or whatnot. And so really in the he grand scheme of things, you can, can make, make it, it work. work. Yeah. It's just you have to be able to break down that 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 wall of oh this shit ain't gonna work. Yeah, that got, barrier. Yeah. So Yeah, you have they have to become invested in who you are as a person versus what sex you provide them. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, let's move on to the next one. Good evening, everyone. Please post and hide my name so I won't say her name. Mm-hmm. Do I know this person? Um, No. Okay. <laughs> I am 70, 27 years old. I had to check the group to make sure. Uh, and I've been in a relationship for she's four. She's how old? Sorry. 27. 27, okay. She's been in a relationship for four years until June of last year. They had a misunderstanding, and since then, things have not been the same. Mm-hmm. I love him so much, and he used to love me, too, until the issue came up. He said what I did killed his feelings for me. I've tried to make things right, but he seems to not believe in me anymore. My female friend has called and talked to him about it and kept telling her that he has forgiven me and he doesn't have anything in mind against me, that he still loves me. Even my mom called him, and he told her the same thing, but he doesn't act like someone that has forgiven me. Mm. To the extent that my friend had to tell him that if he can't continue the relationship, he should come out plain and say it. But he insisted he still want the relationship, but the connection and commitment is no longer there as before. Mm. We hardly talk or chat. Mm. He even invited me to come and see him, but I'm scared because I don't understand him anymore. But I'm finding it difficult to move on and let it go. It's affecting me. Please advise me. I'd be reading in the comments below. So I, I missed the first part. What did she do? She doesn't say. I'm assuming some kind of cheating or something mm. because she doesn't come right out and say what she did. She just indicates or implies that there's something that happened mm-hmm. um, that has now altered his feelings for her. I mean, the only thing I can think of that that would cause that would be cheating. Yeah. Um, and maybe not even like full blown cheating, like getting caught, like flirting with somebody or something to that effect. Because uh, I don't know if men can honestly deal with a woman who cheated on them. Most, like. m- most men can't. I I I, mm, I would say that you, the last thing you want to do is just be in a relationship that's just going through the motions. Because eventually, more than likely, the motions are going to end. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's if he can't truly forgive and get back to what they had. Yeah. Then it's not going to work. I think that's unfair, though. I think you have to adjust your expectations too, because Mm. what you had before was pure and it wasn't tainted. And if you've done something to taint your love, your love is never going to be like never, never, not quite as quickly as you hope. Get back to that pure, you know. I have no boundaries. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of being vulnerable with you because you haven't given me a reason to do that. Like, I think you can go back to. I think you can get back to it, but I think, I think to your point, it, it's going to take time. But it takes time. It takes time. And so, and communication. It's like they have communication about the whole topic. And I, I honestly dislike that she's sending like people to talk to, to him, him talk it. to him about it. Like, girl, you shouldn't be sending your friend. You're 27. Be a grown up. Like, why are you sending your mom? Why are you sending your friend to go talk to him about whether or not you guys? Well, are? again, she's still in love with him. But in actions, for a lot of people, actions speak louder than words. And so if it's action are no longer shown because 
whatever they had at that point, he, he was doing certain actions yeah. that showed her this is how he loves her and that made her feel loved. Yeah. And now he's probably not doing those things to the same level. So now she's questioning, well, does he even still love me? Because he's not doing the same things. And he's probably, he's I'm sure... Like you said, he's processing. He said, look, I still love her, but it's just not the same energy. Yeah, he said that. You know, and so, and but he also could still love her and not want to be with her anymore and not be, but still in love with her and not ready to move on. But And he's know? not saying that either, right? I think at some level you have to, it, it's a combination. People always say actions speak louder than words, but also listen to words too. Words right? matter. That's the all time. Words matter. matter. Right? And so if he's telling you that he's processing it and that he Give him is... Time. Uh, he's still in it and still wants to be with you, then at some level, you just have to put your head down and She needs to go, if she's the one that fucked up, because trust me, if the shoe was flipped and he was the one that fucked up, we would be sitting here saying that he needs to go above and beyond to try to win it back. So if she's the one that messed up, she needs to be going above and beyond to show him that, look, I'm sorry, I I fucked up, I made a mistake, but you are who I love, you are the one who I want to be with, and I'm going to show you. I'm going to do all these damn things and do it consistently right. for a period of time until his guard is back down, his heart is open 100% again. Yeah. You know, I mean, unfortunately, and, you made that mistake. And also check your communications because I keep going back to the fact that you, like, the conversation shouldn't be, be having with your mom and him or your friend and him that conversation should be only be having between you and him like that's a conversation that happens between the two lovers not like all the parties in between you don't need those people in your relationship and in your business that way you need to focus on him and 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 just not expect like sometimes there's an expectation that things are going to go back exactly the way it was and that's literally just impossible right yeah for sure and so somebody can still want to ride it out for you and still want to like work on it and and get to that place that it used to be but you've got to give them the opportunity and the time if you think that things are going to go immediately back to as they were or if you're going to if it's going to feel and look the exact same after you messed up then you're in for a rude awakening you ruined that it's not going to happen all right let's go ahead and get into my least favorite segment it should be your most favorite segment today because it's just you yourself and i you have no Remy to compete against. You have no one else but yourself to compete against. Well, and the sippers. And the sippers. All right, sippers. That this sounds about right. All right, sippers. It is time for that segment of the show where we or I play six songs for the table. Elle's playing against herself today. We'll see if she can guess these songs. You want to try guess these songs before Elle. We do not own these songs. We do not have any rights to these songs. We just love the songs and the people who created them. So go stream them on your favorite platform. Give them some love. L, you were complaining complaining the last couple of weeks about the show, the songs being too old. Yes. Like, can we get into the 2000s, please? So I'm going to give you what you asked for this week. Okay. And I don't want to hear no complaining if you don't get them. I'm ready. All right. So this first song is 2020. Yeah. 2020, oh uh, shit. Man, you 2020. Cool. Cheat me, you cheat yourself, right? Yeah. Ty Dollar? I just have him in my Signal going in and out. Big Sean. Big Sean. It's that flow. He got swole out of nowhere. Did he? He's been, yes. work, he's been working out. I saw a picture of Big Sean. I said, okay, he became a daddy out of nowhere. Getting that grown man on. As you get older, that body change, that weight get changed, you know. It, uh, Move to different places. Now move to the right place. 
What's it called? ZTFO. Hey. Zen the fuck out. I feel it. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> so his new album just came out called Detroit 2, and I've been listening to it on my ride up today. And it's pretty good. It's not too bad. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Big Sean fan. Yeah. Um, I like certain songs that he does, but on this album he has like, I think he has people doing. Uh, he interviewed a few people who talk on it. Like he interviewed Dave Chappelle. He interviewed Erica by Erica Badu. Erica Badu's on it. Stevie Wonder's on it. And they just talk, tell them stories about Detroit and people that they met through Big Sean or whatnot. And so, all right, you got that one. You got so, that one. This one I don't think you're gonna get, but I'm gonna give you some hints. I just love the vibe. Twenty twenty. I would say it's a it's a it's a girl group, two people. I just love the vibe of it. Come over. Yes, that's the name of the song. I'll give it to you. They're not they're not very well known yet. But it's called. It almost sounds like Khalees, like the whoever's singing right now. You can you hear it? The Khalees. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, this is Van Jess. Never heard of them. Van Jess. V A N J E S S. Okay. I just love the vibe of it. She kind of sounds like T Boz to me. Yeah, I can hear it. That raspiness. The raspy, yeah. Come on, Sippers. Go ahead and vibe with us. Vibe with all Tino Shade. Hey. It's Wednesday. We aren't hearing this. Want to come over. That's a great song, right? All right, you got that. You got that. That's number two. So you two two and oh. All right, twenty twenty as well. Black Bryson Tiller. No. This makes me think of Bono. <laughs> really? Yes, because it doesn't sound like somebody who actually is from the islands. It sounds like somebody who is pretending to be from the islands, singing like he's from the You're going to be so surprised. Is it Sean Kingston? No. John Legend. No. It's actually a Marley. Is it? Yep. Which Marley is it? Ziggy? Damon? No. No, it's not Damon. Do you know that all the Marleys? This is a girl, right? This is a woman right here. Uh, clearly. <laughs> hey, you never know these days. You're like, <laughs> if you can guess who this is, I give you I give you the win on this one. Is it her? It is her. She's a feature. This is Skip Marley. Skip Marley called Slow Down. I don't like it so much. You don't like it? I like it. It's a good little vibe. All right. So three for three. Now you don't get this one. Like I said, I made it easy for this, this week's sipper. Here we go. 
Is it wet ass pussy? Uh, no, it's not wet ass pussy. Open up, man. It's all. You should know this already. Yes, yeah, who's the same? I used to live Shaggy. next to him. Yeah, where in New York? In New York. This is the worst advice a friend the could give you. Worst advice, but it was so funny. That's, that's what made it so funny, though. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, it was. Giving her an extra key. This came out in 2000. I was on my way to, uh, to San Antonio, Texas. My very first flight. It's a great song, though. It's a great song. It's so like yeah. the fuckboy anthem. Yeah, oh, like, oh yeah, you know, definitely. Like, definitely no matter what she says, do not agree with a word she says. Caught me fucking on the couch. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. She caught me red-handed. Wasn't me. Wasn't no me. matter what she says. Marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. <laughs> All right. It wasn't me. So Let's see if we get this one. Here we go. Afropunk or Daft Punk? Daft Punk, there you go. I love this song though, low key. I I danced, I I I'm skate to this. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. What happened to Daft Punk? I don't are, know. Are they Did still they making break music? Up with Pharrell and his little squad, because I like it what, seemed Neptune, that they had like else. a huge Neptune click up, but then you haven't heard of them, and they were like. Well, you know, there was a whole era when like uh, like the legend of the with dubstep was hot and like. Um, techno was hot. Yeah. Not techno. Um, what keeps the planet EDM. Yeah. Electronic. Electronica was hot. Yeah. This is called Get Lucky. Get Lucky. Get Lucky. All right, last one. Last one. She kept on next to this. You gotta know the artist. She next to this. I hate when you change it. Back Come on, it's, so, it's such a classic song. You should know who the artist is. Kodak Black. Come on, try, try. Uh huh. Oh, Wiz Khalifa. There you go. There you go. It's so, I literally haven't heard this song since it was like big on the radio, yeah. you know? Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Hey. This song came out in 2011. 2011. Think about how much he's done since 2011. He has blown up. He got his own clothing line. He has produced so much music. He has his own record label. I know. He's been married. He's got kids now. He done blew up. Like, he's muscular now. He's be so skinny. He does um, Muay Thai. He does a lot of, um, com- I don't want to call it combat. I think it's Muay Thai com- uh, training. All right, L, congratulations. You batted four for six for six on that one. You got them all. You got, got them all. What we got next? I'm a Pokemon collector. Got to get them all. <laughs> Why am I like this? Because <laughs> you just are. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into that's my ish. That's that ish. That's my Can ish. Can I do my ish yeah, first? Yeah, go ahead. You go first. Okay, my ish is going to have to be Buzz Balls Chillers. They are pretty good. Okay. They are pretty good. They're at the freaking dollar store. Of all places. For of all be. places. And they're alcohol, these little round alcohol drinks, uh, pre-made drinks. They're 15% alcohol. And I have a peach chiller 
I gave uh, Mr. J. You a- gave me the pineapple colada chiller. And it's, it's stronger than I thought it was going to be. Orange wine with coconut, which I don't like coconut, but it's actually pretty good. Pineapple and lime juices and natural flavors. Alcohol percentage 15, 15% by volume. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. It's way stronger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't know Dollar Tree could actually sell alcohol, but hey, salute to motherfucking Dollar Tree. Maybe it's a new cor- quarantine thing, but... Yeah, I like it. It was good. It was delicious. How much, how much did it cost? It's like seven bucks? No, it was like two. How are you making profit on that? I mean, I guess it is only it's 100, 187 milliliters. milliliters. So. But it's pretty good, Sipper. Y'all should definitely go check it out. It's called Buzz Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Got some buzz balls. B U Z Z B A L S. The reason why they call it, they look like the the way that they're um, packaged. They look like little balls that you get buzzed off of. Makes sense. Oh, and it says women owned. Okay. On the side. I'm not mad at it. So you didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Women. You make owned. me so nervous doing that in front on top. There's nothing of your, on it. Okay. Then trust me. If it was something that was inside, this we've we've gone through a mixer before because of a spill. Yes, <laughs> thanks, Tony. It wasn't even a big spill either. So no, I know. Uh, so my ish this week is a TV show. Okay, what is it? The Boys season I two. I like The Boys. Season two just came out. I it did not see came season out. two yet. But I don't know why Amazon's doing this. They only released three episodes so far. Like I thought, we left that behind in 2017. Like who just who just I give us all the give us if, all the episodes. If it was Netflix who started that bullshit, and it was with um, Stranger Things, I think, or it was something where it was like they only released it at three 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 shows at a time, and yeah. you had to wait like two weeks for the next three, and then the two weeks for the next three. I'm like, you better give us a, we we are a binge culture now. You can't just put three out and I then give us why a rest. It's because that show, whatever it was that Netflix had. Because we were waiting, it created so much buzz. buzz for everything else. And so I feel like they realized suit. that they're missing this opportunity for buzz without having that anticipation. And I think they probably realized they're missing sustained buzz. Yeah. For a long period of time. Because you'll just get the buzz ratings. when it first comes out and then it's like done, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my issues week, boys. Season I like two. the boys. I haven't seen season two. I didn't realize it. It literally just yet. came out um, the other day. So that's no, my issue. I am. Uh, as soon as I get back to Tampa, which is going to be like Shut up. 2021, I am going to be watching All right. Boys Season 2. Do you have two. a final sip? Let me just cut you off. Uh, <laughs> do I have a final sip? I do not have a final sip. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sub session. Done. Holla. Blessings.